Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones had just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to recap OTAs for today. This is the fourth OTA that the media was allowed access to. And so to do that, we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, brother? I know not too much. Just... Just to get winding down from another exciting day of OTA practices. Well, there was a visitor there, so let's start with that. Riley Reef, the offensive lineman who's been on a couple of teams recently, including the Bengals. He was in today to talk to Joe Douglas and the other brain trust with the Jets, including Rex Hogan. Riley Reef could be a very interesting replacement for Morgan Moses, that swing tackle, that insurance for George Fant and Mekhi Becton, who are both coming off of injuries. I think this would be a really good signing if they could make it happen. Yeah, see, I, I thought you were going in another direction with the Stanley Cup um, <laughs> that, that, that visited uh, practice. I just didn't even get to the bottom of that, really, because that seemed random uh, <laughs> uh, to me. But uh, just they just brought it to practice. It was just sitting there out on the field for a second. We were all like, is that the Stanley Cup? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, listen, you know, Riley Reef isn't the player that he once was, that he was thought to be, but you're bringing in somebody at this point as a depth piece and we know that as much improved as this offensive line is, uh, when fully healthy, the depth is still lacking. 
um, it, it, it's, you know, long strides building this offensive line up from what it was just a couple years ago, but that there's still a big lap of death there, uh, especially on the outside. If, if they have any type of injury problems uh, that can really throw everything out of whack real quickly. So, uh, you know, somebody like Riley, Riley Reef is what you're going to get right now. You know, it's it's possible you can get a training camp cut later. Um, you know, a veteran, you know, a Morgan Moses type situation. It's possible somebody shakes out like that, but you don't want to wait and uh, just in bank and just hope on that. So go ahead, grab you a Riley Reef right now. See what happens. You know, build up competition depth. All that you're going to need it. Another bit of news that had nothing to do with what was going on in the field today. Laurent Duvernay-Tardif has decided to put his career on pause. He is not retiring, however. He's going back to being an intern as a medical doctor. So he's preparing for life after football, but making it clear that he's not planning on leaving the sport for good yet. All More power to him. And the, the, I think that, you know, the... the He's probably doing more good in the world by being a doctor. But I don't know a lot of people uh, that have taken breaks from playing football twice and come back to play football uh, at, at an NFL level. Uh, you know, twice to go take a year off to be a doctor and come back. Uh, and again, he surprised us all with how well he played last year. So, you know, maybe he can divide the odds again. Um, you know, to, at, uh, professional athletes typically – end up getting themselves in these predicaments because they're like, I was told I'd never have a chance my whole life. I divide my the odds my entire life. I can defy them again. But yeah, I don't know a lot of, uh, I can't think of a lot of examples of players stepping away twice and coming back. So, um, you know, I, he made, he made money. He's decided right now the doctors are a higher priority for him. So salute to him, all power to him. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. 
Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Brant Boyer, special teams coach, spoke before practice today. He said that Eddie Pinero and Greg Zerline are neck and neck in the competition to be the team's starting kicker. Boyer says it's within a few kicks and there's not a front runner right now. Competition will go into training camp slash preseason games. We've been talking about that kicker position forever. It seems like ever since Myers left as a free agent to go to Seattle, there's been turmoil there. I'm not crazy about Pinero or Zerline, but I guess they've decided it's going to be one or the other. This is, you know, it's it's funny listening to that quote or just because it's like, yeah, it's not a front runner yet. It's like, yeah, because neither of them are good. And like they're like they're neither of them are going to establish themselves. It This is going to be, you know, a lesser two evils situation like all right, which one do I trust to be bad the least? Like that that's really what we're looking at here. Um, you know, I won't be even the slightest bit surprised if we have another kicker um by week you know, one, two, three. I, I won't even be the slightest bit surprised by it. Uh I like, you know, I, I kind of especially when training camp starts and we have the long practices and it's really hot days. I use those special teams uh, parts to go to the bathroom, go get some more water and whatnot. Um, I'm going to lean even harder into that this year because I just these these kick, field goal kickers aren't contributing much positively to this team. I hope Nero uh, did a little better, better than expected last year, but yeah, I'm I'm not counting on either of these two. At, at, you know, Zerline a few years ago, I would have been able to. Uh, I'm not I'm not banking on it. Boyer also says he has high hopes for Brayton Mann this season and adds that he thinks he's got as much talent as anybody in the league. I'll take his word for it. I'm not going to lie, Chris. It's not like I do a lot of big-time film study on the punters in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what I was going to say. Um, this is one of the situations where I, I you know, he definitely struggled. Uh, he, he had the injury, came back from that, so that could have been a, an explanation there. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and profess to, to know any better or anymore either. So, uh, and you know, it, coaches say a lot of things. I, I'm always the first one to say, don't believe the coach and like it, but you know, Boyer definitely knows what he's talking about. So he's either just like putting on a brave face, uh, and we will see that there's a, a problem with man there, or he's, he's probably right in this scenario. I, I, I would tend to lean that there. His struggles probably were more injury-related, and I'll go with Boyer there. Boyer also said he plans on Braxton Berrios being the primary returner on kickoffs and punts. Makes sense, Chris. They just paid him a bunch of money. Being a return man is his best attribute, so they might as well try to get the most for their dollar. That said, I'm sure he'll get mixed in on some gadget plays and a little bit as a receiver too, but we know that him being an all-pro as a returner is his real meal ticket, and so he's going to get a chance to show that off again this coming season. Yeah, and the other thing with his returning is you know, he's obviously not uh, like the top notch electric uh, returners of all time. He's not even like uh, in the Brad Smith, Lee and Washington Jets version that is, uh, you know, a threat to break one at, as often. But he's he's a, a good uh, he can definitely be shifting and sneaking, get those 
uh, a good solid returns way more than often, but he's he's also you know one of those guys that you can put back there that you just trust to catch the ball. Um, and how many years have you saw that where you know there was the Jeremy Curley time where it, where it was just just put Curley back there because you know that he'll catch it and he won't fumble, and then you ended up having to live with him like taking all those uh, fair catches within the five yard line. So he's he's like that without making those types of mistakes, but he has more explosiveness in his return game. Um, and then yeah, of course there if this offense struggles, you will see him. Uh, you know the go back to those little gadget plays and use some of that stuff. And then you'll see him mixed in some when the offense isn't struggling. Also just to a change of pace, mix things up, keep defense on their heels, but they resigned him to have, uh, you know, the steady uh, guy that they can count on and rely on in that return game. First and foremost, that's, that is his role here. Chris, let's talk about practice and believe it or not, it sounds like the star of practice was of all people Ashton Davis had an interception against Joe Flacco, second day in a row that he picked off Flacco, and then he batted a ball up into the air that Zach Wilson threw, almost got intercepted, so a nice day for Davis, a lot of people down on him for obvious reasons, especially his tackling, but no question about his range, we saw quite a bit of that today. Yeah, there's a, I remember when I put on the tape of him at a cow watching and, and like, you know, I didn't have a, a, a lot of knowledge about him when drafted. I remember looking and being like, Oh, I get it. I, I saw the appeal right away. And it's just because of the range, the way the, that he had. Um, and just that enough alone. I was, I'm like, I get the appeal. I get it. Totally. Why you would draft him where you drafted him. Um, you saw that range pretty immediately. I saw it in training camp rookie year. You could see it at times, the thing was, it was one of those things where, you know, he was playing too fast. He's going over running angles, taking bad angles. The tackling was bad. But, like, it, he has had injuries piling up, all these things. Uh, safety, again, I, I feel like I have to explain this so many times over and over again. But it, the safety, I know all college offenses have changed a lot and have become a lot more – a pro style, um, but they don't have the same type of weapons still. Even, you know, obviously you get the Alabamas, you get some teams like that, but the difference in responsibilities a safety has in college and in the NFL is like mind boggling. It's just like the responsibility is just scratching the surface what you got in college, especially when you're talking about a, a school like Cal. And for him to come in here and be like a free safety in the NFL, uh, that it's that role is so expansive in comparison. But yeah, he needs to. He obviously this is his year where he has to be able to put that range to use and to be able to hone into his instincts to play, you know, fast but but under control and to take the better angles, but. His range of the last couple of days is on display. The that interception he had today, he came, you know, it was he was in like the center right hash, and it doesn't like. I wish this is one play where I really wish I could show an all twenty two view of the ground he covered because it, he immediately just seemed to be 
all the way on the left sideline, like before the ball even got there. I don't know how he covered it that fast. And honestly, that part of that is he probably uh, his instincts probably has improved or he read something there to get an even better start. Um, again, training camp, uh, OTAs, this little practice, this doesn't mean anything good or bad. But one thing I have seen with him consistently is this guy has range. And if he can get that other stuff under control, then he can be a player for this team. I'm not talking about, you know, how good I, I don't even want to get there. We just need to see him take consistently better angles and play a little more in control. And then you can have a, a legit starting safety. Ashton Davis, not the only one getting an interception today. Michael Carter, the second had one as well. Bad pass by Zach Wilson, and that resulted in the Carter interception. It's funny because going into the offseason, Chris, the only one in that secondary that we knew was going to definitely be a starter in 2022 was Michael Carter the second because he played well in the slot, and they were confident in him, knew that there was a chance that they would get new starters at every other spot, which ultimately they ended up doing, but Carter once again showing that he's a keeper there in the slot. He was very impressive last year in training camp. And then the beginning of the season, too, when everything was really bad and everybody was really down on pretty much everything with this team, that he was one player that, like myself and plenty of others, kept being like, yo, this Michael Carter, too. I know the rest of the defense is getting smoked. I know every, the offense is struggling. But this Michael Carter, too, is, he, he's a player. You got something here. And, again, don't get carried away because I don't know how high his ceiling is, but – He's somebody you feel comfortable trusting and relying on. He's not going to kill you. He's going to make a couple plays here and there. He's going to make some stops and he's going to do, uh, you know, he's going to be very solid for you. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I will go on the flip side and again, preface this OTAs. Very hard to take anything meaningful away uh, one way or the other. But this was a bad day for Zach. He had, he had a couple really nice throws. He had a couple beautiful throws. There was a couple... Uh, you know, a drop or two there, but even most of those weren't best or wouldn't have been drops probably without uh, with better pass. But he had some really bad misses. And then the other thing that that I you know put a pin in this some, um, uh, but this I need to see a lot of improvement in this in training camp this year for me to have any confidence in him. Like they're doing seven on sevens. Like there, there's no defensive line, right? That he's under no pass rush, and he's still holding on to the ball and then taking off and running instead of throwing the ball. Um, and it's not like we're talking about like guys are just smothered and don't have an inch. So like this, that's something that I, you know, I'm putting a pin in here. I'm just, I'm just noting this later. If they, this, there is an improvement marked markedly along through training camp with this, this is going to be something that could be a, a problem with them. Cause that we saw that last year. Um, now we saw it improved and again, it's super early. So I'm not concerned at all yet, but this, this would be the thing. If I'm pointing at something right now, this is the thing that I'm saying. All right. I want, I need, I need to keep an eye on with him. Should say Pinnock also got an interception. So, yeah, rough day for Zach Wilson. Rough day for the Wilson-to-Wilson connection, too. They had two real opportunities. On one of them, Zach Wilson threw a dart to Garrett Wilson, dropped it right in his hands on the sideline. 
but Wilson dropped it as he fell to the ground. Chris, I know that there was a little bit more to that play. It would have been a really tough catch for Garrett Wilson, but still disappointing. And then on the other one, Zach Wilson had Garrett Wilson open behind the defense, completely missed him. So this was not Zach Wilson's day, as you said. Yeah, it, it definitely was. And, and, you know, again, the first mistakes started coming in, and I was like, all right, no big deal. They had OTAs. And then a couple more came in, and I'm like, oh. And then a couple more came in. It's like, all right, I'm going to have to say something because, again, I, I'll go back to when I would cover, uh, you know, when Sanchez was still the quarterback and the fans had given up or Gino was quarterback, fans had given up, or Dean Milner was here and fans had given up. And I just say, oh, so they had a good day at practice and they'd get mad at me. Oh, he stinks. It's not going to mean anything in the regular season. I agree, it might not. But my job is to tell you what happened today at practice. This is what happened today at practice. Zach Wilson was not great. Um, the first uh, Wilson pass from Wilson to Wilson you were talking about was actually the best throw of the day from Zach Wilson. And if, if we were having a little debate amongst ourselves exactly how it should have been scored, because one reporter thought that it was a catch completely, but he didn't have the angle to see. It was a beautiful catch a pass. Uh, Garrett Wilson made the catch took the two steps, and then he fell to the ground. He got knocked over to the ground, and the ground knocked the ball loose. So it was one of those things, like, where if you're playing, you know, back in the day, you're playing uh, football with your friends, that's a completion. But the NFL, the trickiness of the what the catch is, because he didn't come up from the ground with it, it wasn't a catch. Um, so there's definitely nothing Zach did wrong on that one and that you can hardly fault Wilson for that. Cause it was really the ground caused a fumble type of situation, but you know, passes don't work like fumbles. So that's how that went. But yeah, um, you know, he, he was just inaccurate today. His, the accuracy was off. He was holding on to the ball too long. He didn't look uh, comfortable yesterday as much as it was, wasn't a great day. He he looked comfortable today. He looked a little uncomfortable, but again, I'm I'm not worried reading into it too much. On the plus side, Denzel Mims was there today. Had a nice long catch on the left sideline from Joe Flacco. Beat Justin Hardy. And Corey Davis made his mark today, two touchdowns in the red zone drills, and then later on he talked after practice. He said that Garrett Wilson is going to be special. He's really glad that the Jets got him. So real potential there for Davis to be that veteran leader with that receiver group. Elijah Moore, the second-year guy, expected to make that leap, and then Garrett Wilson coming in as a potentially explosive rookie. Yeah, so the the Corey Davis plays was exactly remember again last training camp uh i talked about yesterday was carl austin elijah moore oh my god oh my god and oh yeah Corey davis just making seven catches for you know whatever and just steady day in day out and that's what he did today again just like just every time the ball is thrown in his direction he's making plays they're not like you know 60 yard plays but they're first downs they're touchdowns whatever um he's still that uh, steady, reliable guy there. We know that that didn't play out as much in the regular season. But again, that was this fumbles type stuff, which isn't something that's typical with him. So I'm willing to believe that it's mostly aberration there. Um, the Garrett Wilson stuff, but with him talking about it, uh, you know, I've, I've tried as much as possible just to watch him 
these last two days, just his route running and <laughs> his feet are good. It's like, I've watched a lot of, you know, I've covered this Jets team for a long time. Uh, there, there's been devoid of talent, offensive talent specifically for a long time, but I have been fortunate enough to watch uh, a lot of really talented receivers and a lot of uh, really talented and skilled uh, with their feet, you know, like somebody like Eric Decker, just uh, his footwork was so impressive. And to be able to watch uh, Garrett Wilson's feet, I, I completely understand Corey, uh, uh, Corey Davis is saying that there. I understand it, the appeal to him right there and get immediately everything he's saying. And yeah, the Denzel Mims, that route was smooth, man. I watched that. I, I was like, oh, Denzel Mims is one of the times that lined up perfectly. I had the perfect angle. I was like, Denzel Mims is there. I'm going to watch this. I watched the whole right. the route was smooth. Um, you know, how much of last year was the salmon, uh, the coaching staff trying to make a point, him struggling with the playbook and the timing issues. I don't know. But on this one play, there was no timing issues. That route was smooth. Chris Nimbley, the owner of the operator, Lee reported the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about Jets OTAs with me. Really appreciate it. Make sure you check out everything Chris is doing over at JetsInsider.com and follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at JetsInsider. Visit our website, PlayLikeAJet.com, and check out everything we're doing on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great All-22 breakdowns of the Jets rookie class. Make sure that you watch them and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.